This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Muslims make up 25% of the world's population, but a recent study out of University of Southern California's Annenberg Inclusion Initiative found that only 1% of TV characters are Muslim. The Pillars Fund is a nonprofit grand making organization that strives to amplify Muslim voices and talent in the U.S. Now, it partnered with the Annenberg Inclusion Initiative on a report on the importance of Muslim representation on screen and suggestions for the TV industry on how to support that. Now, ahead of the Emmys on Monday, we turn to Arij Meati, who's managing director of Culture Change at the Pillars Fund. Welcome to Reset, Arij. Thank you so much for having me, Sasha Ann. Appreciate you. I'm curious, how do you think representation of Muslims on TV impacts societal attitudes towards the religious group? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. So for decades, we know that resources have been directed at telling the stories of a very small segment of Americans. And on the rare occasion that Muslims appear on screen, their narratives reinforce dangerous and frankly offensive stereotypes. When you contrast that to the abundance of rich, nuanced, and really interesting stories that Muslims in the U.S. are already telling, you can see that there's a really big gap between what people are being exposed to and who we actually are. I think people are really hungry for these stories because they're at once unique and relatable, and we really believe that we're excited to invite other Americans to learn more about our vibrant community. Yeah. Well, let's talk, really, let's talk more about those stereotypes that you, you mentioned, Areej, because, you know, they're, they're harmful, right? And people are seeing them on television every day. Tell us how Muslims are often portrayed. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when most Muslims appear on screen, like you said, there's only 1% of all these characters that we studied that were Muslim. When they did appear on screen, first of all, most were inconsequential. About 62% of those speaking characters were inconsequential. The really big one here is that Muslims were often portrayed as violent or criminal. Most characters either had uh, jobs as criminals, about 37.2%, and almost one-third of Muslims were shown as perpetrators of violence. When you think Think about recent policies around national security, terror, uh, the Muslim ban, etc., that have been enacted and supported by Americans, you realize that people don't just wake up one day hating Muslims. We're socialized into that by seeing this very, very common portrayal on screen. So that's the impact you think that it has on, on the larger world, right? People who are not part uh, of the Muslim faith and seeing these things on television. What impact do you think, though, that it has on, on Muslims? Out in yeah, the real world. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, again, this is an opportunity for us to think about reimagining public safety. Not only do uh, Muslims, first of all, have to face the world knowing that one in three Americans supported something like the Muslim ban, but there's also a, a feeling of self-love and self-acceptance that uh, Muslims may struggle to, to see in, in themselves because they are so um, used to seeing themselves portrayed in a way that does not tell the truth about who they are. Yeah. And so oftentimes we are faced with this uh, sort of disastrous perspective of having to lead in a defensive mode rather than an offensive mode, having to walk through the world explaining who we are not and encouraging people to believe what, that we are not what they have seen instead of the abundance of what we are and being able to share all of the beautiful things that we are. And so I'm really excited for us to to sort of make some change here because I think that, you know, series regulars, we d did see that series regulars offered viewers a window into much more nuanced portrayals of Muslims mm -hmm. and more screen time gives these characters in the stories time to examine both 
immediate problems and deeper issues related to family and faith that are at once unique, but also really universal. And we are so used to seeing uh, people of all, uh, all stripes, particularly in the dominant culture, mm-hmm. receive empathy from all of us. And we can do that for Muslims, too. And so I think building yeah. that empathy will make a really big impact. Well, you mentioned series regulars there. Your report found that Muslim TV characters, they don't often play lead roles, right? They're not often That's the true. love interest or the hero. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. They're mostly inconsequential. Uh, So the vast majority of speaking characters on screen were completely irrelevant to plot, could be removed and nothing would change. 12.2% died during the first three episodes. Wow. How does representation of LGBTQ Muslims fit into this picture? Well, you won't be surprised to hear that the more intersectional you get, the less Muslims appear on screen. So only one Muslim character of all the characters studied was part of the LGBTQ community. Wow. Only one. So we're we're throwing out these numbers, Arij, you know, 25% of the world's population is Muslim, 1% on television. That's a pretty stark contrast. I wonder if you were surprised at all by that. You know, I... I was not surprised. I think that what is really uh, sort of empowering for us about this study is that Muslims have long known this to be true for decades. And there has long been incredible qualitative analysis about this by Muslim leaders and, and leaders who studied Orientalism, such as Jack Shaheen's Real Bad Arabs. We knew that the, this was a problem, that both the erasure and the misrepresentation was a massive problem. But unfortunately, oftentimes people don't believe marginalized groups through their lived experience, they need data and numbers. And so we are really excited about this, not because it necessarily surprises us, but because now we have quantitative proof for what Muslims have long known to be qualitatively true. And that allows us to really hold Hollywood accountable. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking with Arij Ma'ati with the Pillars Fund about the importance of Muslim representation on screen. Arij, here on Reset and and elsewhere, I, I know we've had many conversations about representation when it comes to race, right? Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's important that people also see representation of religion on screen? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, this actually is quite tied to race because one of the things our our, uh, study found is that Muslim characters were primarily shown as Middle Eastern and North African, Roughly half were Middle Eastern, North African. And what we actually know in real life is that Muslims are the most diverse ethnically and racially uh, community in the entire world. And so one, I do believe this is actually very tied to race as well. Second of all, I think part of the reason that this is so important is that representation for representation's sake is not our goal. We know the quality and content of characters on screen has a massive impact on how people all around the world feel about Muslims. Muslims and how Muslims feel about themselves. Yeah. Many people have little or no contact with Muslims in their day-to-day lives, so these films can act as a way for audiences to identify with us. Yeah, very important. We're not just trying to check a box here, right? Exactly, exactly. I want to clarify, Arij, we're talking here in this report about the U.S. television industry. Do you compare it at all to, to representation in other parts of the world, though? Yeah, so the study the study looks at the United States, the UK, New Zealand, and Australia. So we wanted to look particularly. The focus of the study was on um, study on studying the Western world. Really, does the data change at all when we focus specifically on Muslim women? 
Oh, yes, it does. So Muslim women are far, far less uh, seen on screen. More than two thirds, about 69.4% of those characters were male and only 30.6% were female. So the headline is here that the more sort of historically marginalized identities you have, the less likely you are to see yourself on screen. So for example, if you were to look to see, and this person absolutely exists, a black woman who identifies as LGBTQ and is disabled and Muslim, you're very, very unlikely to find a character like that, even though that person absolutely exists and deserves to see themselves represented. Yeah. And help us help us understand, Arij, why is it important to just see Muslim families experiencing joy and just the everyday mundane lives that we all share. We all grocery shop and catch up with friends and yes. enjoy hobbies. Why is that what we're supposed to see? You know, I fundamentally believe that marginalized people deserve frivolity too. I think that uh, at the end of the day, we have so many stories to tell. Not all of them have to be about terror or national security. There are thousands and thousands of stories that show the ways that we are alike Yes, but also the ways that we are different and that's okay. Yeah. And that exposure to those differences really allows us to sort of build that tapestry of a beautiful, loving community within Muslim communities because they're, they're so diverse and also with those that don't identify as Muslim. Yeah. Well, let's talk about what's on TV for a second. I, I don't want to bash anything that's out there, <laughs> but are there some that you think could do a better job of accurately and, and positively portraying Muslim people, some shows? There certainly are. Um, I know that one thing our study looked at was, for example, Jack Ryan. Um, Jack Ryan is a, a, a story that really uh, kind of fundamentally, I think, tried to um, have Muslims that were consequential to the story, but did not necessarily think about tropes like the good Muslim versus bad Muslim mm -hmm. trope and the way that um, the only good Muslim is one who participates, for example, in the police state, um, someone who is a, a quote unquote patriot in the sense that they are willing to um, sort of participate in national security, et cetera. And everybody else yeah. happens to be a bad guy. Right. On the flip side, I know Mo is a, a recent Netflix show, which is a huge hit. Folks are seeing it, it hits the mark. Uh, this television show loosely is based on comedian Mo Ammer's life in Houston. And he's Muslim, of course, and uh, his identities very much a part of the plot. What do you think has made Mo such a success, Arij? Oh, I love the show so much. It's co-created by one of our Pillars Artist Fellowship advisors, Rami Youssef. And I love the show because one, I think it makes a difference that the people behind the camera were Muslim creators themselves. When you have that, uh, we have a Muslim narrative change fellow, Zahir Ali, who's an incredible historian, who talks about the concept of intimate knowledge. When you have intimate knowledge, you sort of allow people to see something that they're like, am I allowed to see this? Yes. But but it really uh, sh shows you, you're like, okay, that might not be exactly how it happens in my culture, but I understand this feeling, this awkwardness, this tension, et cetera. I also think Mo really leans into the laughter and pain and the fact that, you know, we, despite being, you know, marginalized, oppressed, et cetera, in yeah. that case, the story is about a Palestinian refugee who's seeking asylum that we deserve joy. And he finds the joy in those moments and they're still living a full life. Such a great and show. And so it's so great. I'm so glad you like it. Well, just a few seconds, Arij, but I wonder how viewers you think can do their part to support this push. Yes. So one thing I think is really important is to give those shows a chance. Um, obviously, ensuring that you are uh, sort of 
posting about the shows, talking about them on Twitter, mm -hmm. making sure that the industry knows that you're interested in seeing more stories Get from the more word out. perspectives. Exactly. Yeah. Get the word out because the industry is sort of notoriously risk averse and we need to show them that we will show up for these shows. Arij Maati is the Managing Director of Culture Change at the Pillars Fund. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.